Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're newlyweds, engaged, looking to get married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 19 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in a marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, fitness, raising kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in a marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. Welcome to Destination Marriage. This is episode 46, and I'm flying solo today, so welcome, and... I'm your host, Jackie, and I am thrilled you have joined me on this journey today. It has been absolutely crazy busy, so Tommy and I have done a little bit of a switch off with episodes, and last week he offered up a fantastic episode, a solo episode that he had done, but it's just been, you know, it's one of those things with the summer, it's like, you think, I'm going to have downtime, it's going to be relaxing, I'm going to kick my feet up and lay out and just enjoy the sunshine. And I'm all about that and I've been dying to do that, but things have just gotten so busy with work and absolutely grateful because last year was crickets, so we're just embracing it and we're running with it. But yes, it has been a little insane over the last few months and I'm just anticipating that it's probably going to continue this this crazy schedule will continue well into the fall and probably the winter months. So we're trying to do a little bit of a readjustment here. But I thought, what um, what a great time it would be for us to just kind of kick back and have a little chat. I'm going to look at it m- more along the lines of if... Um, I were to give you a call and you know, you're just chatting with one of your friends because I was thinking about you know a topic that a lot of people really experience. And honestly, it's something that people don't talk about but it's rejection. And I thought we could talk about not really focus on the negatives of rejection, but really this, the best practices, or at least some of the best practices we can all incorporate to move past those pesky feelings that prevent us from moving forward in life. Every single person, whether you're young, you're old, man or woman, it doesn't matter you will experience some form of rejection, whether it's not landing the job, whether it's not landing the girlfriend or the boyfriend, being rejected by a parent or potentially a friend. Most of us don't want to talk about rejection or what follows because no one wears that as a badge of honor. And why should you, right? Instead, the badge of honor that you wear is how you overcome the rejection. And full disclosure, I've totally experienced rejection. There are things that I pursued, whether it was jobs or, I mean, I think I had mentioned it before, Tommy and I both have been in sales for many, many years. And if you're in sales, then you already know rejection is just a part of, (laughs) it's a part of your life if you're in sales, whether it's a daily experience or weekly or monthly, you're going to experience rejection. You're going to hear a no on a regular basis. And that's fine. You know, that's one of those things I will say as a salesperson, you tend to develop some really thick skin when it comes to that. But before I had started my career in sales, I had had experienced 
rejection in other ways as a kid or even as a young adult. Um, You know, Tommy and I obviously dated for a very long time and we have been married for a long time, but we both had our middle school crushes and we dated on and off in high school. So there were other people that, you know, we went on dates with that maybe didn't feel the same way or I I mean, obviously I can't speak for him, but I definitely remember and there were boys that did not return the um, level of, of interest, I should say. Um, so, you know, I would, I guess, you know, maybe think back to a time that maybe you experienced it, whether it was a team that you didn't make, if you had uh, tried out for the softball team or the baseball team, you know, the attention that you gave a boy or a girl that wasn't reciprocated, or, you know, how about the time you didn't get the support of someone that you've supported relentlessly? That is something I think I probably experience more now as an adult, did not experience that as a child, of course, or even a young adult. But when you get older and you're pursuing bigger things in life, um, in your in your marriage, in your career or with your children, and you've supported someone else, the lack of the support that is reciprocated is also a form of rejection. Um, so, you know, I just thought this is a really great time to kind of talk about a topic that no one really wants to talk about. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, rejection. Um, Before I dive into that, though, I wanted to share a really funny story. So (laughs) the other morning, I'm sitting at my desk, and I was, you know, just poured my cup of coffee. I normally like to just take a few minutes before I dive into work just to read silly things or kind of peruse through the news or just, you know, mindless entertainment and maybe just some bullet point of news. I don't spend too much time on that. But I came across an article And I was just dumbfounded with, I couldn't believe someone had done this, but I thought it was hilarious. Um, So I thought, you know what, this kind of applies to the topic of rejection. So in the story, it's a couple that they're not married, I believe, maybe they're engaged, um, and they've been together for quite some time. So the the girlfriend actually is... um, suspicious that her boyfriend is being unfaithful she finds some form of uh, detailed information that was a dead giveaway that he was in fact buffooning himself and betraying her with someone else so what she did was what made me laugh Um, obviously that's a terrible situation but she experienced rejection and she thought you know what I'm gonna get back at him (laughs) which I'm not recommending. I'm just saying this This is really creative and hilarious. She took his easy pass, drove around town late at night with his easy pass and drove through every red light, basically made any and every error that she could in terms of a driving violation with his easy pass, which obviously if you have an easy pass, you already know it will pick up on whether or not you're driving through a toll and not paying. um, Or if you, had also, I'm sorry, sped through a toll. Of course, you're going to pay. If you speed through a toll, you will get easy pass will ping you for it. Um, And then also driving through red lights, easy pass will ping you for that because any driving violation, they will threaten to remove you or suspend your easy pass. So she racked up thousands of dollars in speeding tickets. And also easy pass then I, I think had shut his easy pass off. So when she returned to his vehicle, his easy pass stopped working. She breaks off the relationship, and then all of a sudden, he starts to get bombarded with 
bills. His driver's license is suspended. He's hauled into court. They had to then, and they found out it was her because a lot of those stoplights that she drove through had cameras, so it took a picture. <laughs> but still, I thought, of all the things that someone could do, that's kind of creative, and it's hilarious. I mean, that's just a comical way, I feel like, of her her mass exit of, you know, I'm out of here. You shouldn't have done that to me. That's not a way to handle rejection. So let's go into the top five ways to overcome rejection. And this honestly is, I'm sure there are some other great ideas. And by all means, feel free to DM me if you have some other ways that have worked for you. I'd love to share it with, you know, all of our listeners. Because like I said, this applies to everybody. Um, so number one, and this is Definitely the first step for everybody across the board. Allow yourself to have a moment. Allow yourself to have a moment. Because before we kind of dive into everything else, you're allowed to, you know what, go into your go into your closet and have a good cry. You're allowed to take a day and just sleep in. You're allowed to take a day and eat ice cream all day. I mean, you're allowed to have that moment, whatever that looks like for you, as long as it's not stealing somebody's easy pass to get rejection, but you're allowed to have that moment. And I, I think that's important for you to take that step first, because if you don't, if you don't feel like you had the time allowed to really kind of just get your thoughts together, express yourself, feel the pain, and then move on to the next step, um, I think you'll continuously go back to that. So it's really important that you get a moment to get all of that out and you know it just may be a really good long self-care day or weekend it could be a weekend that you don't even get out of bed I don't know I mean but just have the moment don't let the moment become a year two years three years you know that that's what we want to avoid so just let yourself have a moment you're allowed to number two learn from the rejection so I'm going to kind of give an, more of a better example with rejection as far as learning from it from the perspective of, of uh, you know, what I do for a living is I work with individuals that are trying to land new jobs, um, very sp career specific, and most of these are high level positions. And so when you are pursuing a new opportunity, obviously you're not the only candidate that's pursuing that position. But most of the time with roles that are um, very competitive positions. There's a lot on the line. There's a, there obviously positions that are offering a lot. Typically, these are roles that you are taking uh, a step into more of a leadership position or taking that next step into, you know, a significant increase in compensation. So, you know, most of the people I'm working with are very excited about this position because it not only makes sense for them in terms of a next career move, but nine times out of ten you know really focused or at least I am in my job to make sure I'm checking other boxes based on what they're looking for as far as quality of life compensation or um, you know it could be the company culture it could be a number of different things right so you know you're invested in time you're doing all basically dotting all the I's crossing all the T's to make sure you're prepared so now you're emotionally invested in pursuing a new opportunity now obviously only one person get hired a lot of people unfortunately if they don't land the job you know it can discourage them from wanting to pursue something else especially if they spend a lot of time a lot of effort and you know nine times out of ten you know this is also going to 
potentially take away from maybe some other things that they're doing in life because they have now have to study and prepare for this new opportunity they're pursuing. So it can obviously feel um, more of an like an emotional rejection, even though it's a job. It's very, very cut and dry, but it stings a little bit, right? So I just, I like to use that as, as an example because I think kind of across the board, most people experience that at some point. Um, and it's an opportunity for us to really sit back and learn. You know, you're going to learn from maybe the mistakes that you made in the interview. Maybe there were questions you didn't ask. Maybe it had to do with how you presented your energy that day. Maybe there was a lack of chemistry between you and the team, or you honestly, maybe you just didn't do your homework and you really weren't able to speak to the company, the solution, or even tell your story. Um, So, you know, I think that's a really great just example of, hey, there are times when we're going to be rejected, whether it's a job or something outside of that, where we should take a step back and really use it as a learning moment. Because even if it's in some other areas, it could be a learning moment that we have a light bulb moment and recognize, you know what, that really wasn't for me anyways. And you may have saved yourself from a future headache. You know, but if it's if it's something that you really wanted, there are other opportunities to try. But you re- definitely have to take a step back because there are moments that yes, even a rejection, it could be something that we have to learn from. Um, so we don't also repeat that. So that would be number two: learn from the rejection. Number three: remember your self worth. And and I think this is really important because um, a lot of times, what will then follow are those thoughts that creep up in our mind and we start to question a lot of the things about who we are and you know so I would say who are you like remind yourself who you are remind yourself don't think oh my gosh who I am who am I in the negative based on the rejection remind yourself of what you bring to the table you have a uniqueness that no one else has. And if the other person, okay, and I'm talking about any other person, not the job situation, but let's say it's, you know, a friend, a boyfriend, a family member that is rejecting you, you have a uniqueness that no one else has. And if the other person doesn't see your value, then that doesn't mean you need to accept their downgraded view of who you are. You don't need to do that. And even though it sounds, you know, it sounds easier than said than done, because a lot of times those thoughts will start to creep up in our mind. And depending on how much, um, how emotionally invested you are into the relationship, that person may have a little bit more of a, or their words or the rejection may hold some more weight. But I'm here to tell you that you don't need to base your value, okay, and how you see yourself based on the fact that they don't recognize all of the amazing things that you bring to the table. You know, that's their loss, you know, their loss. Sorry. I mean, you're going to miss out. I mean, <laughs> look at it that way. Um, number four, reject the rejection. Negative feeling or self-talk. Negative feelings or self-talk have no place. No place taking a seat at your table. And the last time I checked, our time is valuable. Your time is valuable. My time is valuable. Are you kidding me? Throughout the day, I'm from the moment I wake up, I am thinking of throughout the day, even throughout my week, I sometimes will think as far out as a month. And I'm not talking about like making plans for entertainment. Usually that's the very last thing on my mind, um, just because there are so many things that need to be done and that I want to accomplish. So from the moment I wake up, I'm really focused on, you know, 
my time is valuable. So don't sit there and waste your precious days because your time is valuable. So to reject the rejection, you know, you don't have time for that. I don't have time for that rejection to try to creep up into my day or steal from me or steal an opportunity. It's, you know, obviously these are things that we need to be more, you have to be intentional about. I don't think it's something that just comes natural. You definitely have to make the decision to do that. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you allow those thoughts or feelings to really take over, you're allowing the rejector to win. Do you want to win or do you want to lose, you know, in terms of your own mental, emotional game of someone who has already probably left the building, but they're still having that power? Um, think of it as a game board, you know? Think of it as a game board. I know that may sound a little silly, but if you kind of um, think of a game board and it's your game board and in this week, in this month, in this day of how you're looking at your day or the things you want to accomplish, your emotions, your mind, your heart, don't let someone else or someone irrelevant to your future or your purpose move the pieces around on your game board. Even if you're playing a game with somebody else, no one else is moving your pieces around the game board. They have their own pieces. When you do that and you allow somebody else to take over your emotions, your mind, and your heart that way, instead of rejecting the rejection, you're letting them play with those pieces around your game board of your life. And I just, I want to, to I hope that's a light bulb moment for somebody. And here's the thing, I even told Tommy this the other day. I was like, you know what, gosh, I wish I could go back in my 20s and have the same frame of mind. Like, I probably would have been a little bit more affected by, you know, um, rejection in my twenties. And of course as a kid, you know, you're not really prepared on how to handle that. I mean, you're a child, you're learning. Um, and in your twenties, even though you're more carefree and there are things that you probably don't think about, um, you know, rejection, I think is definitely something that you're not really prepared for and can affect you and have a definitely a, a heavier impact on your life. And now I just don't care. I mean, I, <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but I just kind of like, oh, all right. I mean, um, you know, obviously in my job, I've been doing that for many years. So I've heard no so many times. It, it literally doesn't, I don't even flinch. It does not affect me. Um, I just kind of pick myself up, dust myself off, move on to the next, you know, because there's eventually there will be a yes, um, you know, when it comes to my job. But when it comes to relationships, um, again, I don't. I just don't let it take a hold um, when it comes to rejection. I feel like, you know what, then I'm moving on to the next. You know, if that were to happen, I'm okay with who I am. I know who I am. And so I just, I want someone to have that light bulb moment. You know, if you're in your early 20s and you're letting someone else take that time away from you, have that moment where you realize, wait a second, that's my time. This is my life. These are you know, my opportunities, my dreams, I'm not going to let the rejection of the rejector steal from me. So I know that was a little long winded, but, um, you know, it's just something that I wish I kind of knew a long time ago. Now I just, I'm like, Meh, you know, <laughs> um, number four, I'm sorry, that was number four. And number five, surround yourself with those that see value in you and make moves towards your next step in life. You know, whether that is the new job, the new relationship, um, whether that's, you know, trying out for a new a, a team or if you're auditioning for something or is, you know, pursuing new relationships. And I mean, in terms of friendships or mentorships, 
whatever it may be, you know, you need to kind of surround yourself with those that see value in you and make moves towards your next step in life. Don't, don't allow it to hold you back and remain stagnant. And you need to be around those who support you and they support your positive next moves. I mean, obviously, if I had been friends with the person that had stole the easy pass um, and she had thrown that idea out, I probably would have laughed. You know, obviously, girlfriends, we laugh at those things. And But then I would have told her it's probably not a good idea. Let's put the easy pass down. So hopefully that was something that you guys enjoyed. I hope it maybe gave you some insight and also... I want to let everyone know that you're not alone. If you're feeling that way, if you're experiencing that, there's so many people that go through that all the time at different levels, at different times in life, in different ways. But at the end of the day, no one is going to walk through life and not have the experience of being rejected at some point. It's just something that people don't talk about. And I think we should talk about it. You know, how many times if we had those conversations like, hey, can I, you know, ask you a question. How would you overcome this experience? You know, I just was rejected by X, Y, and Z. And I do have more of those conversations when it comes to my job with career paths. And, you know, when, when a candidate, if they don't land a job, I think that's a really positive and mature mindset to circle back and want that feedback so they can learn and also really be constructive, have that constructive criticism and move forward from that. And I would encourage you, if you are pursuing a job right now and And, you know, if you land the job or if you don't land the job, still learn from the experience whether or not your result is positive or negative. Um, You know, having that frame of mind with wanting to always learn and improve is definitely something that um, everyone should do. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a huge sign of emotional maturity, but you're only going to be helping yourself. And if you're able to do that, it will help you when maybe you don't land something you want. So hopefully this was helpful. I appreciate you guys tuning in yet again. Um, We love our followers and wanted to let you know we have a really good episode coming up about sex expectations for bringing it back and another destination growth with an amazing book. I'm not going to share the book yet, but you'll find out soon and we'll chat with you guys next week. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews, and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.